Business Tech Weekly podcast episode number 70. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest of technology advice, tools, tips to help you to become more productive, more proficient, more profitable in your small to medium-sized business, or just your online pursuits of happiness. <laughs> We have to do that every week. We have to do like our normal one and then throw in some random. Some random something or another. Andy, it, it feels like we haven't talked forever, but we talked last week. Uh, I think that means that we've got lots of good stuff going on. That but, is. you know, sometimes we talk often. And so I think when we don't, you know, yeah. it feels like a long time. That's true. But I know you're doing good stuff, and I'm assuming and hoping that your family's good. Everything Everything is going well here. Stephanie is almost completely recovered from her upper respiratory infection McKenna's completely over what she had caught on the on the while we were on our trip and and she's she's doing well Megan's doing well everybody's physically well here pretty well or almost completely uh for Stephanie but um so that's good and um yeah some some exciting things are happening in the Ravenscraft household over here uh, when it comes to just uh just lifestyle changes and pursuing more health and balance so Sweet. It's, it's all good. Nice. Now, a, a friend of ours and of the community, Kevin Miller, uh, if folks could keep he and his family in your prayers, his son, Caleb, has got major, major surgery they did a couple days ago. Yeah, I um, heard about this that. It's sort of an ongoing deal. And uh, he's been updating their care pages uh, site a lot. But if you know Kevin uh, and his family, Dan's son, Kevin, and then Kevin's son, Caleb, is one who had the surgery. Just be uh, keeping them in your prayers. They're uh, awesome, awesome people. And uh, just pray for Caleb's quick recovery. So he had a ongoing deal where his chest was growing in instead of sort of flat. And so they had to, just a, just a big deal. He's a teenager and they wanted to get it before he grew anymore. And uh, they took care of it. But it's just a, it's a messy deal. So, yeah. Well, our prayers yeah. are with him. And, and uh, what, what's, wh- where can they find Kevin online? Uh, you know, FreeAgentAcademy.com is his, uh, um, I think, his home base for for, for his blog and such. Yeah, gotcha. So go over there, free, FreeAgentAcademy.com, and and then I'm sure from there you'll be able to link through to other places where you can find out what's going on yep. with him and, and stuff like that. But yeah, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with Kevin and the family there and Caleb. So thank you for bringing that up. Sure, All sure. Right. But other, you know, beyond that, things in my own business are great. I started doing some managing. My father-in-law owns a couple of restaurants here in town, and so I started managing their Facebook pages. And we did a promotion last night. It was a lot of fun, and so it's been nice to. Uh, I like doing virtual work, you know, where I'm far away from people. But you know, it was literally me and my iPad and a pic, you know, camera and taking pictures of people and uploading them, and and it was uh, it was it was fun to sort of. Uh, see social media in the flesh, which, you know, I don't, I don't get a lot of, um, so things, things are good in my world. So tell me about this, uh, Facebook fan page 
uh, little deal that you did. What, tell, tell me about the, the promo. Well, they are not afraid to, to discount things occasionally. So I basically walked around at different tables. It was ladies' night at this restaurant, which means half-price drinks from four to close. And um, they have a nice bar area and, uh, and then a regular dining area. And they just get a lot of people in there. And so my strategy was to go around and I just say, my name's Andy. I'm from Brocco, and I'm here to give you some free money if you'd like it. And I lay down the coupons, and I say, there's there's no catch, but if you wanted to be eligible for a $25, we're giving away two $25 gift cards to people that would be willing to let us take their picture. And then if you tag yourself in that picture anytime in the next 24 hours, two of you can can win a $25 gift certificate. So we're getting people that maybe didn't know we were on Facebook to go to our page uh, and then tag themselves. And then out of that, we um, you know, we're, we're giving away some, some coupons, some gift certificates, and they really can't lose. Cause even if they said no, I still gave them some, some discounts. And if they said no, and that was it, then I just thanked them for being a customer and went on my way. Um, but it was just a lot of goodwill and it was a lot of, uh, people, Oh yeah, I'm on Facebook or, you know, and Oh yeah, I'm your fan, but I haven't, I haven't been to the page lately, things like that. So it was just, uh, it, it, it was a success. Uh, we got about 10 pictures of about probably a total of about 40 or 50 women. And, and they all sort of thought it was fun that they'd be on Facebook. And, um, so it, it was, it was a good way to draw some more attention to us and just, uh, get in contact with customers. And, uh, it was, it, they, they had a thousand, they have a thousand fans without really trying because the restaurant's just that well known in our, in our community, but it'll be good now that they're actually we're actually engaging with people, having conversation and such. So it's very, been going very well since we started. Very cool. Hey, I just learned yeah. today that, um, you know, uh, as a Facebook admin, you know, one of the, my biggest gripes and complaints outside of uh, not getting email notifications when somebody comments, which, by the way, they have rectified. They now send you email yeah. comments, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. But uh, the other pr- frustration I had had was, you know, when you post, if you're an admin logged in with your personal email account that you use right. to set up the fan page, when you lo- when you comment on somebody, it shows up with the logo of the the fan page. It doesn't show up as your own personal profile, and right. I, that always frustrated me. I don't know if you know this, but they ch- changed that, and now yeah. you can go in. You go into edit page. And then you click on your settings and you uncheck the first box that's up there. Uh, and it allows you from that point forward to once you save the settings, every time you comment, it will automatically post as your personal profile, which is really cool. Yeah. So you can kind of bounce back and forth, which is great. Yeah. Especially for oh. pages where they have like 15 admins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I admin a couple of different sites and so it's nice to, and usually I actually would not, I actually want to be the business instead of myself. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice to be able to go back and forth. And right. again, I don't want to be a whiner and, you know, why didn't you do that before? And yada, yada, but you can now. And, um, I'm, I'm finding the pages to be a, a great place to connect with people. If you, if you do it right. So, yep. Hey, did you hear yeah. the news story this week? Google disabled by accident, 150,000 <laughs> Gmail accounts, completely resetting them. People logged in and there was not a thing in not there. A, well, you know, here's the here's the spin that I think they did on this is, you know, only 0.02% were affected, you know, which you think, oh, that's minute. Mm-hmm. Well, not when you have tens of millions of accounts. I mean, it was 
something was it like 150,000 people or 50,000 I mean a specific number but it was it was definitely in the tens of thousands of people and um it was it was embarrassing <laughs> Right. Uh, but and I don't know if you heard about this, but they um, actually the backups have taken longer because they actually back up to physical tape. I don't know if it's all of the accounts or many of the accounts, but that's where they're restoring the data from physical tapes. But um, what's a physical tape anyway? <laughs> I think it is. It is. It is. In all seriousness, it's literally like a VHS yeah. type tape. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's just amazing because I think they just realize. For all the, you know, for all the the backups in the world, you know, to to delete is to delete, and if it's on a physical tape, obviously, you know, those are more prone to, um, you know, moisture and yada yada. But uh, you know that they wouldn't use them if if they didn't have to use them. So yeah, uh, it, it it's a reminder to back up your your you know we're we're all about the cloud based here. We talk about that a lot, obviously, but there are ways to back up. So what what would what would you tell someone if if they said what should I do should I be concerned? You, what do you mean regarding this uh, you event? know okay Andy and Cliff you've told me all this time to to put my stuff in the cloud and and someone loses their stuff you know what what's what what's the backup to that? Well here here's the situation uh first and foremost they they blogged about it immediately um as, as soon as something happened and that was February 28th and by March 2nd uh, they have an update. Gmail should be back to normal for the vast majority of the people affected by this issue. If you're still experiencing issues, please contact us at this temporary email address that we've set up and uh, we'll work with you. Um, so first and foremost, I would say that, you know, I've been with Gmail or Google Mail for the last, I don't, well, ever since it actually first came out. Um, I was one yeah. of the first people who got in and um, never have had a problem, except for I've had outages of as much as three hours, and when it came back, it came back, and everything was there as if it was never gone. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing, is, the other thing is, is that um, you know, we're, this is the worst case scenario. The, the company had completely lost everything on these accounts, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in less than three days, it's completely restored. So right. I, I just don't see that as a huge, gigantic issue. I mean. If I if I worked for a company and we had our own servers and we had a uh, an IT department and our mm-hmm. our computer system crashed and lost everything that we had backed up, um, I don't know that the our compu- our company's IT department would have <laughs> would have as sophisticated or as redundant of backup systems in place to recover that data. So yeah, I, I still I'm strong I'm a strong believer in the cloud, and not to mention the fact that you know if you're really 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 cautious about these sort of things, uh, you can certainly um, uh, still use the cloud services and do things like IMAP and and Pop three and download all this stuff off of the servers, and so you have your own local copies and stuff. But right. I don't bother with any offline copies of Gmail at all. Mm-hmm. And, well, but and, if people if people are are concerned, then mm-hmm. that's an option. They they can, um, you know, they they can most definitely go and download, you know, like a Mozilla Thunderbird, uh, which is you know like Outlook, but it's just free. Mm-hmm. And you could you could set all of your your mail to sync with that. Uh, so it's going to take up space in your hard drive. Uh, but that's an option, and, and it's a it's a free option. 
So, yeah. and then Backupify is another service that's out there. It's it costs five dollars a month for their accounts um, backup service, but it not only backs up your Gmail, but it backs up all your social network stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I've I've never used Backupify. It just I don't know. It, it, I, I'm not. I, there are a lot of people I know that use it and love it. Mm-hmm. I have just never used it. Have you? Uh, I have not. They had a free year of it mm-hmm. for a couple of days after the they trounced on it, and I think they got all the life hacker and told them, "Hey, we're going to give a free year." Uh, and so they had a code you could use, or whatever. So I think I signed up for it just for the first for the free year, and then after a year, right. Um, you know, and, and part of it again is as a business tech weekly co-host, I wanted to just check it out and see how their implementation was. And it's always funny when you have Google apps because they say Gmail, see Gmail, Gmail, but a lot of times they don't handle Google apps as smoothly, but it takes, they said 48 to 72 hours for your backup, your initial backup to, to go through. So I'm, I only signed up, I think 24 hours ago. So the jury's still out, but, um, again, it's just, there's, there's, there are plenty of ways to be secure, but I, I agree with you, Cliff, that I think the first thing you can do to be secure is uh, to not rely on your local network, you know? Yeah. Hey, uh, what's this? I, I'm looking at the show notes, and I see poke the box. <laughs> All right. Tell me about it's this. Clean. It's clean. Uh, it's Seth Godin's new book called oh, okay. Poke the Box, and uh, he's in a self-publishing mode now, and um, they, they did a pretty cool promotion where they – for every 5,000 people that signed up for their newsletter or email updates, they lowered the price of the Kindle edition by a dollar all the way down to a dollar. And it got down to a dollar. So you could pre-order the book for a buck nice. on Kindle. And I think uh, the hard copy is now like seven bucks on Amazon. Uh, the, the book is about 90 pages long. It is not uh, War and Peace. But uh, I, I wanted to share it with our audience because I, I know a lot of them uh, have read his material uh, it, it is 80 some pages of, um, of initiate, go, go, go do something, you know, ideas are cheap and free and easy nowadays. It's those who actually take action that are, that are winning. And it's funny cause he talks about a few failures he's had cause everybody thinks that Seth Godin is, you know, he, he touches it and it turns to gold, but he just talks about a couple of things he's failed at. He talks about how as children, and I appreciated this uh, maybe more than anything in the book. He said, you know, we're actually born to initiate. We're born to try things, but we're raised in that, that, that gets killed in us. Mm-hmm. Whether it's our teacher or our parents, you know, we're, we're raised to be safe and get in line and raise Con- your hand to go pee. and Conformity. <laughs> yeah, because it, 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 it disrupts things. And so uh, it, I, I found it to be a really helpful book, and I'm, I'm probably going to read it again. I don't have time today. I'll probably read it again tomorrow. Um, but if you, if you're like me and your problem is not ideas, it's implementation, Mm -hmm. then I think he gives you some really good tips on how to uh, make that happen. And, and and just for the folks who are interested, a couple of things that I identified from the book, and it really is about initiating. That's what the whole book is about, um, is that for me to initiate, I need accountability. So I usually partner with people on projects, uh, and then, just to give myself to-dos is, is not enough to put it in a to-do list. I usually have to, um, if I don't partner with someone, I have to tell someone, this is when I'm going to have this done. And then just have, you know, have them literally, you know, call me on that day to see if it's done. 
And, you know, whether that's a weakness or not, I really don't care. The point is to get stuff done. So um, I just know as a, as a solopreneur, as a person that doesn't have a boss looking over my shoulder, you know, I need to find ways to, to stay motivated and uh, keep shipping. And um, this book reminded me of that. But it also reminded me that I, I need people around me to, to help me get stuff done. And there's nothing wrong with that. Very cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Poke the Box by Seth Gooden. Yeah, I'll have a review up um, probably by the end of the day. I'm, I'm just still processing the video, but over on my site. But yeah, it's a good, good little read. Worth seven bucks. Very cool. Hey, I'm going to play uh, some audio feedback. This is from Jim Beagley, and this is his first feedback for Business Tech Weekly. So check it out. Hi, Cliff. It's uh, Jim Beagley here in central Pennsylvania. I have a question for uh, Business Tech Weekly. I have a website and a little educational consulting company that I'm starting helping out, you know, private schools and, and things like that. And I was wondering about content, creating content. I know you say content is king or audio content is queen and audio content is queen, a king. And anyway, um, looking at videos and things like that, so I was wondering, is it better to create your own video content or to perhaps find some content that's really good and then you know, such as the ones that like you have done or Andy has done, and then take that content and embed it into a page and then discuss about it. So I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that, and um, I, I had put a question out on the on the GSPN community and started some discussion about it, but I thought I'd call in some feedback to see if you wanted to play it. Thanks a lot, and keep up the great work. Hope to meet you again uh, face-to-face sometime soon. Thanks. All right, Jim, thank you very much. And... Uh, this actually is a great topic. I, I had not Gosh, thought about Great it. question. Yeah. So glad that he put that in the GSPN community, and we've had some conversation around that. You want to remind folks where they can see that stuff? Yeah, by the way, you can go to gspncommunity.com, and then once you're on the site, you'll see a section where it says groups, and then just look for a group called Business Tech Weekly. It's really awesome. You can get in there. You can post your own topics just like this or – you can just follow along what other people have uh, written and respond as you as you desire. It's a great way to get plugged in with the community and to really get answers that you're looking for and to stay on top of things. It's it's just wonderful. Anyway, yeah. what are your thoughts on this, Andy? Will you create your own or or you know link to somebody else and kind of refer to it in your post or what what are your, what are your thoughts? Well, I th- I think yes is my answer to that, <laughs> but it's really about what's your end goal. So if your end goal, uh, Cliff, was to be seen as an expert, then at some point you have to produce your own materials, right? Now, I'm all for linking to someone if they've done something spectacular, but, uh, and I think this was in his conversation, and, and frankly, I, I've just heard a lot of people say, well, you can go to YouTube and find this stuff, or you can Google and you can find instructions. And, and while that might be true, Cliff, I know for a fact you get probably a dozen, if not more questions every single day. And please tell me if I'm wrong, but I think this is true. You get that many questions every day that someone could probably find one of two ways, if they Googled it or if they just went to your archives. Yep. Correct? correct? Yeah, at least that money. Okay, at least. Sorry, I was trying to be low. But anyway, a lot. And the reason they come to you is, here, here's, here's the truth. If I have a friend, and I do, that works for the local television station, if I had any questions about that station, I would not call their secretary. I'd just call him. I don't even know if it's his department, but I would just call him. Why? Because he's my connection. I, I know that Jay will do me right. He, he will figure out a way to 
get whatever I need done, right? And that's that's why people reach out to you. That's why re- they reach out to me on certain things. And honestly, there's times I'll just Google it and I'll send them the Google search or the first link and they're happy. But that's a long way of saying it. People, if people are asking you for specific advice, then I think you should create your own content because if they're asking for it, that, that shows there's a demand and it shows that at one point you might be able to charge for it. Uh, because again, Cliff, I remember this is, this is, I think the first time I called you, this is why we do a show together. Uh, and we've talked about this in the past. I tried to do my own podcast without you, you know, by buying podcasting for dummies or whatever. And I ended up sounding like some Tron character, you know, like some weird robot, you know, it was horrible. And, and it's because I was trying to do it all myself and it was, I, you were my connection and I reached out to you. Are there other people that do what you do? Sure. But I think creating your own content is really what separates uh, the aggregators, which is fine to do, but I think Google is the greatest aggregator. I think you should create your own content and don't use the fact that there's already content out there as an excuse. I think you use the fact there's already content at, out there as a reference point for obviously there is a desire to do it. And Cliff, you're a great example of this because that a lot of that content might be out there, but it, are people going to do it? Is anyone else going to do it in a way that you are? No, no one will do it in the way that Cliff does. And it may not be the best way, but it might be the best way that I learn it. Right. right. And so I, that's why I think it's really important for people to make their own as much as possible. Uh, because I just think the world needs more voices. I would have to agree with everything you just said. Um, the, the only thing is when it comes to this, like for some, there are sometimes people will ask me for questions about things that are not it really pertaining to my own personal passions or, or my oh, own yeah. area of focus and, and things like that. So if for, I'll give you a perfect example of this. Somebody was asking me a ton of questions about Hootsuite. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I could probably do it, you know, spend an hour and create a Hootsuite tutorial. But, man, I'd much rather link to to Andy's Hootsuite tutorial or Justin Lucas Savage's <laughs> yeah. Hootsuite yeah, tutorial. Sure. You know, I sure. really I just I really don't want to spend any time talking about Hootsuite today. And so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just link right off to somebody else. But yeah, but when it comes to my own special niche, I mean, I, some people might assume that, you know, it, it's, well, Cliff's afraid of competition. You know, somebody might ask a question saying, hey, Cliff, I really want to know all about X, Y, Z when it comes to podcasting. What do you think about this? Well, yeah, sure. There's my friend Daniel Lewis who has a podcast about podcasting. My friend Ray Ortega who has a podcast about podcasting. And sure, they may have done a video tutorial on this or they may have you know, devoted an entire episode. But you know what? This is my business. This is my brand. And these people are coming mm-hmm. to me for advice. And by golly, this is totally pertaining to who I am and what I offer. I I, I feel I not obligated, but I feel like why would I link to somebody else when I could, you know, the chance, here's the deal. This question is probably going to come up again over and over. Sure. And I, I want to just go ahead and spend some time, create the content. And I want to say it from my perspective, from my experience, this is what I've learned. And you know what, that, that, that's the way to go. I mean, that, I mean, that's for me, that's what I want to do. And, um, you know, Daniel's saying, you know, there are no other Cliff Ravenscrafts out there, you know, so zero competition in that. 
And he's absolutely right. You know, here, gosh, go into go, go into YouTube, and um, and do a search for uh, Adobe Audition tutorial. All right, just All right, just on. go into and tell me how many results come up. And Adobe Audition. Yeah, Adobe Audition tutorial. Tutorial. And um, you know, and, and matter of fact, and and after that, while you're doing that one, wow. I'm, how many? <laughs> How many results? 1,780. All right. Now, I want you to do Adobe Audition Podcasting. All right? Adobe Audition Podcasting. And tell me if anything pulls up. 50. 50. So there's 50. Matter of fact, I'm one of them. <laughs> Check it out. Um, you are. So, so there's 50 videos out there about Adobe Audition and podcasting. And guess what? All of those videos, how much do they cost? Nothing. Absolutely. But guess what? If you go to uh, podcastanswerman.com slash products, you'll see Adobe Audition for Podcast or, or Adobe Audition 101, and it's $100. And right. I am going to tell you right now, and this isn't just me sharing numbers, blah, 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 you know, showing off, but I just want to show you this idea that, that uh, you know, ah, well, there's so much out there. I, so far, I've made $3,880. Mm-hmm. That's $3,880 for selling Adobe Audition 101, my video tutorial on how I use Adobe Audition. Right. So, yeah. And, and as a comparison, Cliff, I've given away hundreds of my tutorials on Gmail and Google Voice. Now, it's a lot easier to give them away <laughs> yep. than it is to sell them. But I give you those numbers because – and I give our, our friend um, those numbers because – you know, those have put me in front of hundreds of people, which has brought me business. Exactly. And I just think we have different audiences. We have, uh, I, I, I want to hear your voice, Cliff, when I'm thinking about podcasting, because I trust what you're saying is, you know, is, is valid based on those other things I've, I've heard from you. And I agree with you. It was a great clarification you made, which is, but don't just do stuff because people ask you about it. I mean, I've had to have some hard conversations with some, usually it's a former client. And then it starts sending me little little questions here and there. And after I after I do a couple of them where it's like I don't know the answer, but I just Google it. Mm-hmm. I just say, hey, I just got to be honest with you. I'm Googling these questions. You know, like I don't know them. I'm just Googling them. And we're friends and you're a former client. But please try to Google them first because, mm. you know, of all the clients I have, I can't I can't be answering all these questions all day. And there's really just no nice way of saying that other than just to say it. Have you, you know. do you remember the service that came out a while ago that you could punch in and do a Google search and then you could actually get, send somebody a link and say, here, here, check this out. And it's actually like an animation of showing this is how I found the answer. <laughs> and it shows you typing in and it says, Google? I, yeah, it's called Google. Oh yeah. Let me Google that for you.com. Thank you, Daniel. Have you seen that? No. Oh, Andy, you need to check it out. I mean, obviously you wouldn't want to use this with the client. I mean, it's. It's kind of, but it, you certainly can use this for your, uh, uh, your, your family relatives that just ask you stupid questions all the time. But yeah, it's called, uh, let me Google that for you. You can also get it at lmgtfy.com. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Andy, that's, Andy that's just right. found it. This Andy's, is funny. I'm just doing it. What? Oh, that's funny. All right. Sorry. So look, what, <laughs> the so, last line of it is how hard is that question mark? Exactly. But what's that's funny a, is it actually works. It actually at the end of it, 
gives you the results on Google for whatever you question, whatever the question was. That's really funny. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a neat one. I typed in how cool is Cliff? <laughs> what did it say? It came, no, it came with zero results. It's the only oh, time I've ever seen. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you need to go to Quora. <laughs> that's right. That's a cool site. All right. Yeah. It, so I hope I hope that uh, that our our friend took that as some Jim took that as some confidence in himself that you know get get be the expert. You yep. you're an expert if you know any more than the person who asked you the question, right? So don't fake it. Don't pretend. But if you get enough people asking you questions, man, be the expert. There's always someone smarter than you. Yep. You know, if you let that stop you, then just pack up and go do something else. Right. I need to find a way to put, let me Google that into, will you type that into our show notes while we go on to the next story? Uh, sure. The next story, because I want to make sure people have a link to let me Google that for you. And, and <laughs> I want to be able to refer back to it myself down the road. Uh, so anyway, um, what presentation software should I use? This is another Post. This one was posted by Judy Graf uh, from our gspncommunity.com membership. Yeah. And uh, so she asked, and man, you really need to check out the conversation. I'll, we'll put a link to the conversation in the show notes for Business Tech Weekly. What is this? Episode number what? Uh, 70. 70. And so you'll, you'll see a link to this discussion. But man, this conversation really took off like wildfire. She says, I'm giving a presentation in, all, in April to a group that wants to learn about blogging and telling their story. With the last presentation, not related, that I put together a while ago, I used PowerPoint. Is there something else out there that you would recommend that is easy to use? I'm going to make a PDF for the, hand, uh, for the attendees to download with all my suggested links. Uh, but so they don't have to write everything down by hand. They will have their laptops with them. And so I, I love this question for a lot of reasons, but let me say first, she asked, she gave us a lot of details Yes, that were really helpful in giving her the, the right answer. Because if she just asked, which presentation software should I use? It's like, well, what's your situation? You know, is it, is a virtual meeting? Is, are you in front of them? Do they have laptops? Do they not? Do you want to give them your presentation? So that's, I think, what's great. Thank you, for Judy, for giving a great question. And it is if you, the more information you can give us in these, uh, and not just us, but all the other people that answered, um, you know, that, that, that helps us help you, you know? Yep. And I just want to say the cool thing about this is that uh, a majority of the conversation in, this play, in, the, in the conversation took place by other people. It's, oh, absolutely! It's amazing to see the community come together. But anyway, uh, tell us, Andy, what are some of the what are some of the things that we came up with in the conversation in the forum? Well, I'm trying to find my answers because there's so many other ones that <laughs> that uh, there really there is. It's great. Um, you know, people talked about different presentation. Um, you know, here, let let me say one other thing before I answer that. Daniel Lewis comes in here and says. By the way, here's just some tips to improve your presentation. She didn't ask about improving her presentation, but he just said. Hey, here's some other stuff, just quick tips on improving it in general, you know? Um, so you, you get more than you ask for in a good way sometimes. So, well, um, and I just want to say that Daniel sure. also, uh, it was his, it was his full-time job to create presentations for a certain, uh, organization that he was employed by. I mean, yeah. creating PowerPoint presentations, that yeah. was his job description. So, I mean, you talk about somebody to give some advice. I mean, obviously uh, Judy, take 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 heed the things that that are shared there. Yeah. So you can ignore me, Judy, but please listen to Daniel. Exactly. Um, so, he, well, first I'll say Daniel recommended PowerPoint 2010, 
Uh, he just said that animations are much better and templates and things like that. Um, and he said if you're on uh, a Mac and get Apple Keynote, it's it's powerful and it's certainly cheaper. Um, and then I think I jumped in with a service I used to use called Slide Rocket, and that was a you know freemium deal. And then they started charging for it, and I, I bailed. But it was really easy and slick to put them together. But you had to do the paid version to be able to play them offline. And then I have a friend who's used Prezi.com, P-R-E-Z-I.com, and uh, heard some good stuff about that. I have not used it, but I've never heard anything bad about it. So, and then I also recommended um, just looking in in Google uh, because there's Google presentations. um, And you can publish those to the web very easily, uh, you know, so she wouldn't necessarily have to, she just share a link with them, you know. Right. So well, those are some options. I just want to say real quick that uh, if if I had any that I think are is something to, to investigate, uh, I have not used them either, but I've seen them, and wow, do they look amazing. And that would be, um, and I'm trying to find my music here, uh, it would be Prezi. Wow. Yeah. It is such a different experience in presentations. And uh, one of these days, one of these days, <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to use Prezi. And I'm gonna do just some... because you want to use it because it's cool. Yeah, I think it'd be great for doing some, you know, some really cool video tutorial work. Yeah, yeah. So no. anyway, that's p r e z i dot com. By the way, I'm a Keynote fan. I'm, I'm a Mac Apple fanboy, you know, snob, whatever. Uh, so I like Keynote. All the above. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, hopefully, Judy, you got some wonderful insights into some options that are available to you. Yeah, right. please keep the questions coming in that in that community. I love the audio feedback, and so thanks, Jim, for calling that in. But if you want to get your answers pretty quickly, uh, you know, you don't have to wait till Thursdays and wait to see if you've got room for for your question on air. I mean, it's it's quickly becoming what you wanted it to be, Cliff, which is this treasure trove of, of questions and answers, and not just your thoughts, but um, a whole community of people. Yeah. So great place to go. Absolutely, that's gspncommunity.com. Sign up today and join the community. Of course, we do want to hear from you as well. Give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline. The phone number is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, available to you at 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number is 859-795-4067. Hey, if you want to hire Andy to do work for you, you can do that over at andytraub.com, right? Absolutely. Very cool. And... uh what, what is your main focus today? Helping businesses build a name for themselves through social media? Yeah. T- taking what uh, most people have, which is a web presence, and actually making it uh, improve their business instead of just sitting there like most people's ours. So I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready to chat. I've, I've got some great clients right now, Cliff. I'm very, very happy with who I have, but I think by probably April, I'll have some more room for folks and uh, it's it's been fun to see people get results. That's that's what it's about. Hey, did I share a couple weeks ago, about six weeks ago, what my goal was for for March, where I was going to do a group of twenty people? Did I share that on Business Tech Weekly? I don't know if you shared it on here. I knew about it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. Doing? I can't. I, well, I just want to say we kicked off uh, uh, two days ago, and we have twenty one. I, I allowed one last person to squeeze in at the very last minute. 21 people in my group training course, podcasting A to Z. And I'll tell you what, it is an experience like nothing else. I'm so excited that I did this. It's going extremely well. 
And uh, you talk about taking the burden off when it comes to being able to help people efficiently. Somebody actually sent me a personal you know, email asking a question. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't even respond to it. I, I, I took the question, started a new discussion topic in the forum and said, hey, so-and-so asked this. And here, let me give you seven paragraphs. And all of a sudden, I immediately helped all 21 people in the course. Mm, multiplication. Oh, it's awesome That's stuff. Fun. Hey, folks, until next time, we encourage you to join the community.